What's going on guys? Welcome back to the show. Today we are breaking down a really killer email that I wrote. Did you grow up being told that going to college and getting that dream job was the only way to be successful? Well, that was me too. After applying to 100 jobs in New York City and getting no responses, I changed gears and figured out that my dream job was not really having a job at all. I tried a bunch of different ways to make money online, but nothing quite felt right to me. That's when I realized that if I wanted to make it big, I needed to be serving the people I truly cared about, doing the things that got me the most excited. So I went all out helping everyone I could by teaching them everything I knew about sales funnels. But there was a problem. I could use funnel strategy to grow other people's businesses, but how could I use it to grow my own? This podcast is here to give you that answer. Listen and join me on my journey as I reveal the real talk behind the scenes of the world's best internet sales funnels. My name is Brennan Kelly, and welcome to What the Funnel. What's up, guys? Brendan Kelly here. Welcome back to the show. What the Funnel's going on? So this episode is going to be pretty cool, and I'm excited about it because I'm breaking down a really cool email that I wrote recently. It wasn't really cool, but it worked really well. It was effective, and it did a few of the things that I wanted it to do. So I wrote an email, and it was a bit of a rant fashion. That's one thing that I've been testing out because I'm trying to be more intentional about my messaging and you know the way I'm speaking to my audience for a few different reasons. Um, one, to test out messages. Two, to see you know, what's resonating with them and where they're at. And three, just to see if I can get reactions and actually get people to not only to convert, but just react to me at all, right? So um, I wrote an email and it was all about how I don't have a one funnel away challenge offer stack. And I did a Facebook Live about it first and it got some pretty good reactions um, and people, you know, they were excited and they were like, yeah, man, I totally agree. Uh, with what you're saying and what you're doing. So I decided to actually go out and send a broadcast to my list about it. So I want to share that with you guys today and then break down exactly what I did because this email, it it didn't only get a lot of reactions and replies, but it converted at 8% of the people who opened it, which is actually pretty good if you ask me. So what I'm going to do here, I'm going to read through the email by itself and then I'm going to run back through and I'm going to break down each piece uh, for you guys and kind of explain what I was doing and why I was doing it, okay? So here it goes top to bottom, then I'm gonna go back through. All right, so the subject headline was why I don't have an OFA offer stack. Content here. So there's thousands of people making thousands of dollars by promoting the One Funnel Away Challenge, right? You see them on Facebook with their $15,000 bonus offer stack, Well, I actually don't have an OFA offer stack to give people, and I actually don't actively promote the challenge at all. I was a brand new funnel hacker trying to build my first e-com funnel, not as long ago as you think. I was doing all the right stuff, absorbing as much content as possible, all of Russell's videos, books, trainings, anything I could get my hands on to immerse myself in this world of funnels. I just moved from New York to North Carolina and wanted to be able to make this e-com funnel work so that I could support myself and not have to get a quote-unquote real job after moving. Keep in mind, I had pretty much $0 in the bank at this point. The thing is, I was trying to figure out how to build the funnel with the content that I already had, but I was brand new to the game and I didn't have access to the thousands of 
uh, funnel successful funnel hackers that I know now. To make things worse, I knew that if I didn't pull, pull something off soon, I'd be forced to get a job. And even worse, if I took that job, it meant that I wouldn't be able to focus on being an entrepreneur and I'd probably be stuck working that nine to five forever. So I naturally started thinking, maybe this whole entrepreneur thing isn't for me. But anyway, I finished the funnel and I ran $50 of influencer ads to it, but I got zero sales. I figured out pretty quickly that this is not the funnel that's going to hit for me. So I fixed up my resume and I started applying to big boy jobs and public relations, uh, which is what I actually went to school for. Then, as if by chance, something amazing happened. I met someone who agreed to help me out. I sent him my funnel, he looked through it, and in about 30 to 45 minutes on Facebook Messenger, my funnel looked, felt, and performed completely differently, and I had even made my first sale. At that point, it became crystal clear to me how to accelerate my success with sales funnels. It didn't matter how much content I absorbed. It didn't matter what, what third-party softwares I had. There was nothing more beneficial that I could do rather than just talk to somebody who had been there before. As a result, I started learning more. I began hopping on Zoom calls to help anybody I possibly could so that they could accelerate their success too. After I did that, I started getting my own credibility and people were even referring other people to me. Suddenly, then I was the guy who had been there before. But there was still a problem. I was helping so many new people out, but it was taking up 90% of my day with Zoom calls that weren't making me any money. So I, what did I do? Did I stop helping people with get their first success through OFA? No. I still help a handful of people every month and guide them through the process every single day. But instead of hopping on Zoom calls for hours all day, I simply give them unlimited Voxer and Messenger access to me throughout the challenge. And every single person so far has said that it was 1,000% more helpful than everyone else's $15,000 OFA offer stack. Because my offer stack, even though it's just one thing, will actually help you complete the freaking funnel. And the right way too. So I absolutely refuse to create an amazing offer that will sell thousands of dollars in OFA challenges because I know that my offer is the best one out there by far. And I have complete peace of mind knowing that I'm not just making sales because it's making money, but I'm actually a contributing factor to the rest of that person's entrepreneurial life. And 90% of those other people are screwing their affiliates into this false idea that their bonus stack is actually what's going to get them success. And watching them poach off each other's Facebook posts for one freaking OFA sale makes me sick. But hey, I guess they'll get there one day. And that's my rant on OFA affiliate offers. So if you want me to help you through the OFA challenge that starts on August 5th, just reply to this email and I'll send you my link. Here's my amazing offer stack that's $15,000. OFA challenge, $3,000 value. Unlimited Voxer and Messenger access to me, priceless. A new share funnel because I hate the one that OFA gives you. Stay ethical, my friends. It pays off in the end. Brendan. So that was the that, that was the full email all the way through. So now what I want to do is kind of break it down and talk about what I did. So um, not only did I convert 8% on the people that opened this, but I had a lot of people reach out to me and just say, dude, I'm totally with you. I love that email. That was awesome. Rock on, you know, stay, stay with it. Um, you know, keep going, whatever. I, I got a handful, probably around a dozen responses um, just like that. So, so now I'm going to break it down, guys. I'm going to go back through and tell you exactly kind of what I was thinking when I was writing this out, because it wasn't just, you know, a story that popped into my head. Everything was very intentional and it was almost an epiphany bridge, uh, you know, straight to the teeth, which is pretty cool. But there were other elements in there that I want to highlight that 
aren't necessarily in the epiphany bridge that um, you know I, I decided to put in there. So I'm gonna go back through and kind of tell you guys what I was thinking. So there's thousands of people making thousands of dollars by promoting the OFA challenge, right? You see them on Facebook with their $15,000 uh, $15, bonus offer stack. So right there, I came out um, with a hook and you know, $15,000 $15, bonus offer stack. It's something relatable and I think it's a little bit funny and I have talked to a lot of people who agree with my opinion on that. How, you know, they say, Oh, the one funnel away challenge, it's um, you know, it's three thousand dollars by itself, but then you can get my fifteen thousand dollars worth of bonuses, and it's all for only a hundred bucks, right? And it almost becomes comical because you know it, it's really obviously not worth fifteen grand, but not only that, it's just like you know, you you see these people post every single day, like, oh, check out my offer stack, and you can get um you can get all these softwares, and I have an entire course, and you could take you like a week's vacation, and you can, you know, all this other stuff that just isn't gonna help anybody ever. It's just like a huge distraction. Um, but yeah, it's it makes a compelling offer because of the stack, right? So I don't blame people for doing it because it's gonna make sales, but I know a lot of people are in my position where they almost kind of laugh at it. So I immediately come out and say something relatable like that. So then I kind of do a pattern interrupt here. Well, I actually don't have an OFA offer stack to give people and I don't actively promote the challenge at all. So that was all my hook right there. There's thousands of people promoting and making thousands of dollars through OFA. You see them with their $15,000 offers. I don't uh, offer a stack at all and I actually don't promote it at all. So that was all my hook in terms of like hook story offer, right? So uh, at that point, I say, I don't actively promote the challenge at all. Now that is a big curiosity hook. And I don't really tell people why right there. And I go straight into a story. So I go my hook, uh, I throw out my hook, I go into a story and I keep them um, hooked in with the curiosity. So then I go straight into the backstory in the Epiphany Bridge. I was a brand new funnel hacker trying to build my first e-com funnel. And then I put in quotes, it's not as long as goes as you think. So this is relatable and I build a little bit of rapport and it all goes back to the attractive character and the hero's two journeys. And I have elements of both of these in here. So I wanna review them with you guys real quick. Um, I find that a lot of people, it's not that you know they're not good at this stuff, it's that they really just need to go back and read expert secrets and dot-com secrets like four more times each and they'll have a much better idea of what to do. And that's what I'm trying to do too, is you know be more intentional with my marketing and my emails and everything really. So I was genuinely thinking about this stuff. How can I implement pieces of the attractive character? How can I bring in the hero's two journeys and you know make people you know want to like me um, and follow my journey even more? So the attractive character, guys, really, there's five, uh, four elements to it. So it's the backstory. The attractive character has a backstory and you know it. Number two, they speak in parables. Number three, they share their flaws. And number four, they are polar, which means, uh, you know, very out there in their messaging. Um, so I did a few things here. I established the backstory. I'm speaking in a parable. I am literally telling this story right now in a parable. I'm going to have a couple character flaws in here. And it's a very polar message, especially at the end, okay? So parts of the, the hero's two journey. So building rapport, there's five different ways that you can build rapport and you want at least two of these to um, you know, really get people to like you and follow you on your journey. So number one, you wanna be a victim of something. Number two, you're in jeopardy. Number three, you're likable. Number four, you're funny. Or number five, you're powerful, okay? And I'm gonna highlight a couple of these as we go on. But I just wanted to review those because I feel like so many people, they read it before, 
But really, dot-com and expert secrets, those aren't books that you just read and you move on and you say, oh, that was a good book. You know, these are handbooks that you should keep next to you at all times so I can so you can refer back and you know literally tab them out. And I have each section tabbed out with a marker so I can go back and refer to it in both the books. Um, you know, it's not something that you put aside, and if you guys are treating it like that, you're missing out on so much because so much of the content, even in Russell's 2CCX group and you know, all the other stuff, the high-level stuff that we pay that you know tens of thousands of dollars for, it's all right in expert and dot-com secrets. And I even remember like Russell at Funnel Hacking Live this year, he says, uh, hey, so who has expert and dot-com secrets? And everybody throws their hands up, everybody in the room. And you know, there's five thousand people in the room, and he says, wait, what are you guys doing here? That's like everything I know. And it's like totally true. So go back and read those books if it's been like a few months since you had because you're gonna discover something or have another epiphany or something that you can implement. All right, so moving on. Um, yeah, so as a brand new funnel hacker trying to build my first e-com funnel, it's not as long ago as you think. And I put that in there on purpose because a lot of people are trying to build their first couple funnels. So I wanna let people know that I'm not that far ahead of them so that they can relate to me a little bit more. I was doing all the right stuff, absorbing as much content as possible, all of Russell's books, videos, trainings, anything I can get my hands on to immerse myself in this world of funnels. I had just moved from New York to North Carolina, and I wanted to be able to make this e-com funnel work so I could support myself and not have to get a real job after moving. So this is still part of my back uh, backstory, but at the same time, I just declared my desire. So the de desire, a lot of times is the same place, the same desire that you're, the, pe the person who's reading the story or listening to the story, a lot of times it's the same place that they are at and the same desire that they want. So they're trying to make their first funnel work, right? A lot of my people that are on my list are in that position. So, and then another part, um, an early piece in the, the Heroes 2 Journeys is that you actually go from one place to another. So I moved from New York to North Carolina and started my hero's journeys when I uh, my hero's two journeys when I quit my job, made that move, and decided that I was going to go and try to do this full time. So then, keep in mind that I had pretty much zero dollars in the bank is the next line. So this puts me in jeopardy. Going back to the hero's two journeys, number two is jeopardy. So you know, at that point, you're like, oh damn, zero dollars in the bank. He's trying to make his first funnel work. Good luck. It's probably not going to happen. But at that point, people are rooting for you, right? So moving on. The thing is, I was trying to figure out how to build a funnel with the content that I had, but I was brand new to the game and didn't have access to the thousands of successful funnel hackers that I now know. So right here, I highlight my struggle, which is I was trying to figure out how to build the funnel with the content that I had. So at this point, I am you know, saying what's wrong and why it didn't work, the content that I had, and at the same time, I'm hinting at the solution to the problem, right? So the struggle is I was trying to figure out how to build it with the content, the solution to that struggle, and I hint at it here, but I don't literally say, oh, and I, you know, I should have had these people. No, it's, I was brand new and I didn't have access to the thousands of successful funnel hackers that I know now. So I mentioned my solution right there, which is funny because the solution that I'm gonna offer them at the end of the email is the same exact thing, access to a successful funnel hacker, right? So to make things worse, going further in jeopardy, I felt terrible because I knew that I, if I didn't pull something off soon, I'd be forced to get a job. And if I took that job, it meant that I wouldn't be able to focus on being an entrepreneur and I'd probably be work, uh, stuck working nine to five forever. So this puts me a little bit further in jeopardy because you know people, they're rooting for you at this point, right? We're, we're in jeopardy, they're rooting for us. So being stuck in the nine to five forever, now we know what we don't want, which is being stuck in that nine to five, okay? 
So um, that, that's almost the wall too, and I'm gonna get to that in a second. So I naturally started thinking, maybe this whole entrepreneurship thing isn't for me. I finished the funnel, I ran $50 in influencer ads to it, and I got zero sales. I figured out pretty quickly, this funnel isn't the one that's going to hit. So that's the wall, right? I ran $50 in ads at it, it was my first funnel, fingers crossed, praying, um, okay, no sales. Very normal for anybody out there who has ever ran ads to a funnel and got no sales, especially on your first few. So, um, yeah, going on. I So I fixed up my resume and I started applying to big boy jobs in PR, what I went to school for, public relations. Then, as if by chance, something amazing happened. So at this point, you're like, wow, okay, you know, so it didn't work out. He gave up and he started applying to jobs and fixed up his resume, which is the opposite of what I said I wanted, which was to not go back to a job. And it was the exact, what I said I didn't want, which was getting stuck in the nine to five, right? So at this point, you're feeling bad for me. I gave up a little bit. And then as if by chance, something amazing happened. So this is the epiphany moment. This is the opportunity switch. Not necessarily the, the epiphany in my head, but this is the opportunity switch. I met someone who agreed to help me out, right? So I had a failed funnel. I hit that wall and then boom, something happened. I met someone who agreed to help me out. Now keep in mind my intention at the end of this is to give them a chance to have somebody help them out, right? So at this point I'm saying everything was bad, somebody helped me out, now watch what happens. I sent him my funnel and he looked through it. In about 30 to 45 minutes on Facebook Messenger, my funnel looked, felt, and performed completely differently. I had even made my first sale. So in that four sentences right there, I met someone who agreed to help me out. That's my opportunity switch. Three lines down later, I made my first sale, right? So now they're seeing the connection between when somebody agreed to help me out, when I got help from somebody else who had been there before, and then boom, I made my first sale, which is where a lot of people are trying to get to right now. And it shows that coaching is the solution to the problem. Then it became crystal clear to me how to accelerate my success with sales funnels, which was the real mental epiphany in my head. So the opportunity switch was that somebody agreed to help me out when I was just absorbing content and doing things like that. But the epiphany that I had was that it became crystal clear to me on how to accelerate my success with sales funnels. So I want the other people, the people listening, to have the exact um, same epiphany that I just had and that it became crystal clear. So it didn't matter how much content I absorbed. Boom, throwing a little bit of rocks at people who just buy courses and you know provide courses in their offers. It didn't matter what third-party softwares I had throwing more rocks, you know, I, I truly believe that those things are not going to help you and they're just going to distract you because you're going to try to learn those instead of just learning how to build and actually strategically plan the funnel. So then I go on and say, there was nothing more beneficial that I could do than just talk to somebody who had been there before. And that's the big epiphany and it shows that coaching is the solution again. So as a result, I started learning more. I began hopping on Zoom calls to help anybody I possibly could so that they could accelerate their success too. So that switches me into the position of somebody who's learning, somebody who's teaching. After I did that, I started getting credibility and people were even referring other people to talk to me. And suddenly I was the guy who had been there before. Now that's almost like a little transformation moment when you're talking about the hero's two journeys. You have your achievement and transformation. So I guess the achievement would be that I made that first sale before. Now the transformation is that I'm the guy who had been there before. So now we get into the conflict and the Epiphany Bridge story. But there was still a problem. I was helping so many new people out, but it was taking up 90% of my day with Zoom calls that weren't making me any money. So that's the big conflict there. So 
What's the solution? Did I stop helping people get their first successes through OFA? No. I still help a handful of people every month and guide them through the process every single day. So this is almost like a, a by the way, like a stealth close, right? So I'm letting them know that I help people every single day and I do it every single month. So at this point, they might be thinking, oh, that would be cool if I could get in there, right? But I haven't actually made them an offer yet. So I didn't say, hey, go check this out. They, if maybe at this point, they have it in their head and they planted the seed. It's not me that said, you should go do this. Maybe in their head at this point, they're saying, wow, I would like to have that. I would like to have that daily guidance. But instead of hopping on Zoom calls for all hours of the day, I simply give them unlimited Voxer and Messenger access to me throughout the challenge. So at this point, yeah, they're thinking, wow, that's awesome. I would really, really like that, you know, but I haven't actually told them to go do anything yet, right? So it's in their head and it's not like they're being sold. It's not like they're being convinced, but in their head, they're like, okay, this is cool. And that's the whole point. If you guys have the Inception Secrets uh, package, I think they used to sell it with Funnel Hacks. Um, all that's about is about email copywriting and planning ideas in people's heads instead of you know using the epiphany bridge for part of it, but that's really what the whole course is about. So I go on and say, and every single person so far has said that it was 1,000% more helpful than everyone else's $15,000 offer stack. So that's a little bit of social proof saying that everybody has said it was awesome, which is totally true, and then um, more helpful than everyone else's $15,000. $15,000 offer stack, which is throwing more rocks, right? So several times throughout this, and I get more into it right here, um, I throw rocks at people who have offer stacks, right? So the people that are promoting OFA, they're either thinking two things right now, like, oh, well, screw this guy, you know, whatever. Um, you know, he, he he's just missing out. He's an idiot, whatever. Or they're thinking, ooh, you know, maybe I should go more of the coaching route, and they're feeling maybe a little bit guilty. So, and I say, yeah, every single person thought it was a thousand percent more helpful. And because my offer stack, even though it's just one thing, which doesn't seem like a lot of value, will actually help you complete the freaking funnel, right? So this throws in, um, you know, I have this like big, bolded, and in all caps. So this is personality, this is polarity. I'm showing them who I am, what I stand for. And, um, you know, I'm saying, don't be this other guy, right? I don't like this, which is, you know, maybe I push some people away there, but you need to be polar in your messaging because that's when, I, I would assume that it's somewhere down in this last part, this is why people reached out and contacted me and said, hey man, I love your message. That was totally cool. I totally agree with you, right? So it will actually, actually help you complete the freaking funnel in the right way too. So I absolutely refuse to create an amazing offer that will sell thousands of dollars in OFA challenges, throwing more rocks, because I know that my offer is the best one out there by far, and I have complete peace of mind knowing that I'm not just making sales because it's making money, but I'm actually a contributing factor to the rest of that person's entrepreneurial life. So at that point, um, you know, a little bit more of my personality, I totally feel that way, and they're probably thinking, wow, you know, he's a genuine guy. And going back to uh, building rapport, going back to, yeah, the hero's two journeys, being likable, right? So showing that you're actually a genuine person. So, you know, that that's why we show character flaws. That's what makes us followable. That's why people say, you know, be vulnerable, those things, because it, you know, it shows that you're a genuine person and, um, you know, it makes you likable. So 90% of those other people are screwing their affiliates into this false idea that their bonus stack is actually what's going to get them success. Boom, throwing more rocks at those people. 
Um, and watching them poach off of each other's Facebook posts for one freaking OFA sale makes me sick. So that, that's kind of funny because we've all seen it before. If you look in like the, the ClickFunnels affiliate group or the ClickFunnels official or even the OFA groups, there's literally people, every time somebody puts out a valuable post or says, hey, I need help with this, somebody goes and it says, hey, you know, I, I have a great solution to that. All you have to do is buy one funnel away next month through me, right? And, and it's, it's kind of disgusting. The way people do it, but you know that's my opinion. And uh, you know when you when you don't have it, it's it's almost like a low level of marketing, but you know it, it does work. It's whatever. Um, so yeah, and and anybody who's been in this community for the last few months has seen it. So at that point, they're they're thinking, oh yeah, I, I totally know what he's talking about. And then I say, but hey, they'll get there one day. It shows that I'm still genuine. It shows that, you know, it, it brings out my personality again, and it's a little bit funny. That, that was another piece of the Heroes 2 journeys, is that, um, you know, you could be funny in your messaging. So so then I go, and that, that was the end of the rant. So that's the that's my rant on OFA affiliate offers. And then I go into like an actual offer, right? And I say, so if you want me to help you through the OFA challenge that starts on August 5th, just reply to this email and I'll send you my link. Notice I didn't actually put my link in there. I didn't say, hey, so if you want my help, sign up here. Maybe I would have gotten a couple more sales out of that. But I had two people actually reach out in their emails and their replies and say, dude, I can't believe you didn't even put an affiliate link in there. Like one guy was like, that was really compelling. Um, you know, the copy was awesome. I really liked it. I can't believe you didn't actually put your link in. I'm like, yeah, but you know, again, I'm not going in it for the actual $100 sales. So if people really want my help, all they have to do is reply to the email. And I, that's all I said was, hey, just reply to this email and I'll send you my link. And that was the pitch. That's the real offer of what they were actually already thinking. Like, oh, well, I actually want this. I want this guy to help me out, right? And I say, okay, so here's my amazing $15,000 offer stack. Uh, one funnel away challenge, $3,000 value. Unlimited Oxford Messenger access to me, priceless. A new share funnel because I hate the one that OFA gives. And a little winky face. So, you know, that shows that I'm a little bit funny too. It brings out my personality again. And uh, then I say, stay ethical, my friends. It pays off in the end with a little heart, Brendan. So that was the end of the email. And like I said, I got a lot of responses to that. Um, and I got a handful of sales off it too. And, you know, it probably wasn't, you know, as effective as just going out and creating a real offer because I do have a lot of things going on right now. I could give out a handful of things for sure and probably make more sales, but I, I kind of like this and, you know, it wasn't just to get sales, this email, it was to test the message and it was to see the reaction and the, the replies that I could get from people because I know that I probably just converted like at least five or six people from fans into super fans that are going to follow me, read all my emails now, listen to all my podcasts and, you know, look at everything I do. So that's really the goal, you know, be polar in the messaging. Um, all I did, guys, I wrote an epiphany bridge script. I planned it out ahead of time. I brought in aspects from the Heroes 2 Journeys. I brought in aspects from the Attractive Character and I got a ton of replies and I definitely just gained a few super fans and made a few hundred bucks. So I'm happy about that. I think it was an awesome email, and that's why I wanted to share it with you guys. So, um, you know, let me know what you thought of that. But that's it for now. I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Hey, guys. Brendan here. I've got a brand new system called the Ultimate Avatar that's going to finally help you profit from your first funnel. So if you've been struggling to build a funnel that actually makes you money, then you need to book a strategy call. You're going to learn how to plan, build, and launch a funnel the fastest and easiest way that I know. 
Just head over to bkellyprofits.com to book a free call. There's no catch. I'm just doing a few of these for a very short period of time while I work on automating this system. So just to recap, you're getting a free strategy call for the ultimate avatar that will help you plan, build, and launch your first funnel with no ads and no email list. So you can finally start making money too. Now if that sounds good to you, just head over to bkellyprofits.com to sign up.